Rain at last. Much needed rain, the weathermen called it. Rain drummed the little houses skyrocketing in value in Cupertino and Sunnyvale. Much needed rain darkened the red tile roofs of Stanford and puddled Palo Alto's leafy streets. On the coast, the waves were molten silver, rising and melting in a September storm. Bridges levitated, and San Francisco floated like a hidden fortress in the mist. Rain flattened the impatience edging the corporate lawns, and Silicon Valley shimmered. The world was bountiful, the markets buoyant. Reflecting pools brimmed to overflowing, and already the tawny hills looked greener. Like money, the rain came in a rush, enveloping the bay, delighting forecasters, exceeding expectations, charging the air. Two sisters met for dinner in the downpour. Emily had driven up from Mountain View to Berkeley in rush hour traffic. Jess just biked over from her apartment. Emily carried an umbrella. Jess hadn't bothered. Look at you, said Emily. Mmm. Jess brushed the raindrops from her face. I like it. University Avenue's stucco and glass storefronts were streaming. Runoff whooshed into the storm drains at her feet. You're getting soaked. Jess swung her bike helmet by the straps. I'm hydrating. Like a frog? You don't have to be an amphibian to hydrate through your skin. Get under the umbrella. Jess had a theory about everything, but her ideas changed from day to day. It was hard for Emily to remember whether her sister was primarily feminist or environmentalist, vegan or vegetarian. Did she eat fish or nothing with a face? Uncertain, Emily let Jess choose the restaurant when they went out to dinner. The two of them nibbled samosas at Udpi Palace, and Emily said, I'm sorry I kept rescheduling. That's okay. It was two weeks past Jess's 23rd birthday, and the restaurant, with its paper placemats, looked small and plain for a palace. But Jess didn't mind. Veritech has been insane, Emily explained. And Jonathan was here. Oh, Jonathan was here, Jess echoed in a teasing voice. What did you do with Jonathan? She often took this tone about Emily's boyfriend. The longer the relationship went on, the more serious it seemed, the more she teased. Jess didn't like him. He was just here very briefly on his way to L.A., Emily said. The last couple of weeks have been, Jess interrupted. I've been insane, too. Really? Emily realized she sounded too surprised and added, Doing what? I'm taking the Berkeley, Locke, Hume seminar, and logic, and philosophy of language. Jess paused to sip her mango lassi, and working, and leafleting. Again? For Save the Trees. And I'm also taking Latin. I think I might be as busy as you. Emily laughed. No. She was five years older and five times busier. While Jess studied philosophy at Cal, Emily was CEO of a major data storage startup. We're filing, Emily explained. I know, 
Jess said in a long-suffering voice. Jess was the only person in the world bored by the IPO, and Emily loved that about her. I got you a present. Really? <laughs> Where is it? You'll see. It's in the car. I thought we could take it back to your place so you can try it on. Oh, Jess said cheerfully, which meant, I don't mind that you got me clothes again. You wanted something else, Emily fretted. No, I didn't. You did. No. Mm, nothing specific. Maybe a horse or a houseboat. That would be nice. And a photographic memory for verb tables. Why are you taking Latin anyway? Language requirement, Jess said. But you know French. I don't really know French, and I need an ancient language, too. Emily shook her head. That program seems like such a long haul. Compared to going public after two and a half years, it's true. The sisters' voices were almost identical, laughing mezzos tuned in childhood to the same pitch and timber. To the ear, they were twins. To the eye, nothing alike. Emily was tall and slender, with her hair cropped short. She wore a pinstriped shirt, elegant slacks, tiny, expensive glasses. She was an MBA, not a programmer, and it showed. Magnified by her glasses, her hazel eyes were clever, guarded, and also extremely beautiful. Her features were delicate, her fingers long and tapered. She scarcely allowed her back to touch her chair, while Jess curled up with her legs tucked under her. Jess was small and whimsical. Her face and mouth were wider than Emily's, her cheeks rounder, her eyes greener and more generous. She had more of the sun and sea in her, more freckles, more gold in her brown hair. She would smile at anyone and laugh and joke and sing. She wore jeans and sweaters from Mars Mercantile. And her hair? Who knew when she'd cut it last? She just pushed the long curls off her face. Jess leaned forward, elbow on the table, and rested her head on her hand. So, Emily, she said, what's it like being rich? Emily began to speak and then caught herself. I don't know, she answered truthfully. I haven't tried it yet.